0: Yeah, we mentioned it a couple minutes ago. Looks like the horns may be putting something back together in the Big 12. Huge road win in Norman last night. Uh, we will touch on college hoops if we have time with our guy, Jimmy Patzos of Monumental Sports Network, in just a moment. But welcome back into BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Trend or truth? 20 minutes away. Some numbers we've dug up, and do we think they actually mean anything or. Are we kind of casting a little bit of a sideways glance at these trends? And lightning bets before we wrap up as well. Uh, But we got to bring Jimmy in and ask right off the top. Jimmy, we started the show talking about it this morning. Adrian Griffin, maybe Doc Rivers, Giannis, Dame, Milwaukee, and it's a mess. What is going on there?
1: Well, I just spoke with my wife and we've decided – I'm ready to go back into coaching. I will accept the Bucks' position.
2: So
1: <laughs> we've made a decision right from the college ranks to doing pre and post with the Wizards to the head coach of the Bucks. I know I can handle it because they have two of the top ten players in the league. I think it's one of the more interesting – that was a joke, everyone who's listening. But what do I think? I think Joe Plonky's a really good guy. He's done this before because he stepped in when Jason Kidd was gone. but. They had three bad losses. They lost to, like, the Cavs, the Jazz. They gave up a bunch of points to the Pistons. It's a mess. They have a much tougher schedule coming up, so the average person thinks, oh, they're 30 and 13. What are you doing? If Giannis isn't happy, if Middleton's not happy, and if and if Dame's not happy, and I, and I don't know that for a fact who it was, you cannot continue down that road when your window is closing. Look, the Celtics, Porzingis, Tatum, they got a nice little group there. I was just up in Boston. I was up for the – High school had the, you know, Cooper Flag, Ace Bailey, they're all coming. Well, they went to Springfield. Brad Stevens is there. So you get a lot of buzz about how the Celtics are in a good place. Then you start to hear that the Bucs are not in a great place, you know, that the Knicks might want to get another backup center. But OG and Anubis, they feel they won that trade. So they're coming. Are the Cavs waking up? We don't know until the Cavs can win in the playoffs. Pacers make a big trade. There's the Bucs. Well, they're the second-best team. Vegas has them as the second-best odds. They're starting to give up a lot of points. They lose three bad games in two weeks. They beat the Pistons okay, but they gave up a ton of points. You can't waste this year and a half, two-and-a-half-year window if that's what you think it is. I don't know Adrian Griffin that much. I know he's a really good player. Stepping who played at Duke. Not, heard nothing but good things about him. So what do you do? Stock Rivers, yes. I also wouldn't mind seeing Jeff Van Gundy. I, I think you know he's be an interesting guy to come out, can handle big media teams, and they're not. It's not that Milwaukee's a huge media town, but they are the Bucks, and they've won it all. They're a defending champ from two years ago. Like that's it's a real. That's a real. The circus is coming to town when the playoffs started. Van Gundy can handle all that. Yet he can really coach, and he might be somebody totally out of the box new. That we both, that everyone here knows, Aaron, Joe, we all know this, Chris. For 90 days, are you kidding me? Dan Gundy's probably a breath of fresh air. For the next two or three years, absolutely. If you want to try to make runs with the guy, make it. Like, I think it would be interesting. Doc's different because that's sort of rolling out the ball. And that's, how I mean, rolling out the same old play. Doc hasn't quite come through since the 2008 Celtics. However, I love Doc Rivers. Huge fan of his. People forget what a great player he is. But people forget he played at Marquette. He's a Chicago guy, and I I love the bloodline of, you know, back to Marquette. So those would be my two choices. Am I totally surprised? I'm surprised. Am I shocked? No. But that window is real, and the East is getting a little tougher with the moves people are making. And we have a couple weeks till the trade deadline. So while it's one of the more interesting situations, I don't think they stay with Quanti. Somebody new is coming in there.
2: Another fascinating layer to this, Jimmy, was apparently Doc was involved in giving advice to Adrian Griffin during the in-season tournament, and now he might be stealing his job. Um, the comp that we've heard a lot over the last 24 hours is people have brought up the 2016 Cavs. When they got rid of David Blatt and they bring in Ty Lue, we know the rest of the story. Do you, do you think that's fair? Is that a fair comp with what's going on with the Bucks here?
1: I mean, he's a former player. Now, Van Gundy's not a former player, but, yeah, he, look – it's just the windows, it's a tricky window. You know, I'm in Washington where a couple of years ago, Wall and Beal, best backcourt in the East. I mean, really, really promising when I first started my job. Unfortunately, John Wall gets hurt. Beal seems to go in a different direction because he doesn't have enough supporting cast. You've had Bobby Portis. You've had some other players on the team, including our friend in Denver, okay, the, the, the two guard in Denver from Georgia, okay, who... Contavious caldwell Pope, who never loaded managements, to go with Bradley Beal, Porzingis Boston. Where did it go wrong? I don't know, but it slipped away, and now we're in a rebuilding mode, which is the right move. The Wizards are making the right move. You know, probably Bali is probably the only untouchable guy. I think they're going to have some nice pieces. I'm a huge Kuzma fan. But three years ago, we were heading towards, can we win two definitely a first-round game and possibly a second-round game? We added good pieces. It just didn't work. Was it the coaching? I don't know. Scott's a friend of mine. I'm not going to say that. But whatever happened happened, and now here they are. I'm not saying Milwaukee's in the same situation, but it is fragile in this league. You know, this is a fragile league. You know, the Warriors are intent, and I'm a step and I'm a Steph Curry guy. Like it can slip away. Denver seems to be poised. Sure, of course, Minnesota and OKC are young, but they can be beat because they're young. Who else is coming? The Kings. They couldn't get over the hump last year. They didn't even win a series. So, like, where are you going with all this? They're trying to win with an MVP. Dave Lillard, Middleton's coming back. They kind of have the position between the Celtics and them. They're probably a deeper team. We can't waste this time right now. And so I understand that. And if that's what the Cavs thought, and it won, 2016 work with LeBron, I'm a big Ty Luga. guy, actually recruited Tyrone Lue, we couldn't have a scholarship, so we helped him go to Nebraska with Danny me because we had a connection, like it's all connected, but Tyrone Liu was the right guy at the right time. And if that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes. You know, Doc Rivers went Doc Rivers really they say could have won three finals. You know, he went to two finals. We're all met a piece that's a three in the corner. LeBron James has fifty in the garden, including three bank shot threes. That that three year window, Doc won one title, but he could have won three. That's a lot of experience, you know, so what do you want? But you can't waste this time if you're the Bucks I kind of applaud them for taking the the plunge and saying, we're going to fix this now. Remember what I said. If you're you're out there gambling and you don't want to bet on the Bucks, they have the toughest last two months of the schedule in the whole league. They have the toughest schedule in the league the next two months. Maybe they saw that.
0: Well, let's talk about that. They got a win now. They are playing tonight, hosting the Cavs. You have to cover this spread, right, Jimmy? Like
2: you can't fire Adrian Griffin and then go out and not do something spectacular tonight.
1: You would think, I mean, the favored by seven over the Cavs. I told you the Cavs do the Cavs do better when no one's paying attention to them. They're they're an interesting team, and you know I talked about how I'm happy with what the Wizards are doing, and the Wizards battle. I'm not, I'm not joking around, but like they got to look at a team like Cleveland. All of a sudden, you get the right player in Garland. You get the right player in Moby. You get the right player in Sexton. Maybe you make a trade. Like I really like Cleveland. They're right on their heels. I think it's too many points to lay. And by the way, if they happen to catch him, then they'll really want a new coach, and Joe Prunty won't get it. But you know, look, the Bucks are what they are. They're never going to be a superb defensive team, but they got kind of to play a little bit better defense. So. If they do, but Cleveland's been play, Cleveland has very quietly climbed up the ranks there, and they're right behind the Sixers in my mind. The Knicks just, the Knicks are like really interesting, and Odenubi and Ogunadeubi. The but they beat the Cavs last year in the first round. But tonight, I think the Cavs actually are ready to battle them. I don't think that's just an automatic thing, and I also think some interesting things could happen. And the Warriors game tonight against the Hawks. They haven't been good on the road. The Hawks and I really like the. I think the Warriors are about to like Spurs it on, and on, and I think they may be in the mood for a trade too to see if they can make one more run. So those are the two I like. Uh, I, I won't mention the Timberwolves, Wizards because I'm not, you know, I work those games. But I just the Cavs. I I, I wouldn't take the Cavs lightly tonight. They've been playing well.
0: Jimmy Patzos of Monumental Sports Network with us here on BetQL Daily, also a consultant for Under Armour Basketball. Let's talk college hoops, Jimmy, for just a couple of minutes. And let's start with what we saw last night. Uh, Kentucky, ugly performance offensively on the road at South Carolina. We're seeing increasingly that teams, if you're in a conference of any quality, going on the road is a completely different game. We're getting to that time of year than playing at home. We might see it tonight in a couple opportunities as well. Illinois visiting Northwestern, Auburn visiting Bama. Um, just how much bigger is that home court advantage at this time of year, and than it, than it is really any other time of year? And has it has been the last couple of seasons?
1: Yeah, I would say look. This far, I think Auburn can win it all. You know, Texas, is you know, full, full disclosure. I watch the under on the teams closely. Texas tech's been great. Wisconsin had a huge win last night, but I watch every team. And there's been some really surprise teams this year. And there's been some really disappointing teams. Like Colorado state's really good. Seton Hall's battling in the Bay East, but they, they still have some work to do. They're at home tonight against Providence. I like Seton Hall because they're really tough at home. And he's, he's, he's really a tough coach and they play defense. They play hard. Well, you start looking at those home court advantages. Last night, South Carolina, that, that place, is, they've done a really good job of Lamar Paris. Michi Johnson's good. He's hes a transfer he's really been playing well from. They lost one game to Georgia at home. Other than that, they played really well at home. They have a really good schedule. South Carolina's in the tournament if it ends right now. Calipari's got a funky team. He's going so young, he's stuck with the young thing you know, playing really young guys and getting all those high school kids, that's harder these days. And it really gets harder on the road. Everything's a little different on the road, you know? I think that was a huge win by South Carolina last night. I never, I'm never the old saying with Calipari, you don't have to bet on him, but boy, don't bet against him. You know, but he's due for a run. I was in the stands when he lost to St. Peter's, you know? He just, they lost in Indianapolis that day to St. Peter's. That was the yeah, Michigan made a run. Michigan's now a mess. But like, you're talking futures? I like South Carolina. I think that team is really, really good. I like, I think Bruce Pearl can win it all. I don't know if Kansas is deep enough. Houston just has this look. Calvin Sampson, remember, he was in the Big 12 before at Oklahoma. He's got this look. St. Mary's is a quiet team out west that's put it together, could finally dethrone Gonzaga. But my sleeper conference is the Mountain West. I might take the Mountain West as a group, like – you know, it's not just Colorado State, it's not just San Diego State, it's not just Nevada, it's not just New Mexico. Utah State's awesome. Like they really are. They've really put it together. Speaking of Utah, Utah's doing well in the Pac twelve. There's a, but they're all much better at home than they are on the road. The ones that worry you is like why is Arkansas losing at home? That that's an oddity. Why is Missouri losing at home? You know, those are the ones that you should start to look and say, if they're losing at home, is there some issue there? Because the crowd's there, the fans are there, as you sleep in your own bed, all that kind of stuff. So I think tonight, I really think that Seton Hall has a really good team at home. I really kind of have a feeling that Notre Dame is in a situation where Miami is a much better team. Miami was a 25, top 25 team in the fall in their way. I think Miami might find their way. See, they have a veteran team. They can go in and go on the road and beat Notre Dame. I think Auburn, I just, Pearl's team is playing at such a high level. And then, you know, is Indiana State? That's a weird one. Like, can they go to Illinois Chicago tonight and just roll them? You know, I don't know. Illinois, you know, Illinois, you know, Illinois Chicago. IUC, see it's not going to be some raucous crowd. The one I really am most interested in is St. John's hosting Villanova because Villanova has answered the bell this year when their season's been on the brink, and this is another one of those little gray areas where was, they keep playing well, kind of down, play well, go kind of down. I think St. John's and Patino—they got something up their sleeve and. I have a feeling they're going to be ready tonight at home because I do feel your home, your home, you know, the home advantage is really big in college. But also, if you have a veteran team, you probably can handle that a little better. And I think that's, don't be fooled. Calipari is really good. They got a lot of good players. But he's going with young guys. I just wish he could keep them for two years because I think it would really pay off. But that's a lot of kids want to leave just so early. I wish most kids would stay two years and then leave, and then Calipari would really have something.
0: Jimmy, great stuff as always. We appreciate the time, man. Thanks for making it for us. Take care, Jimmy Patsos of Monumental Sports Network, with some thoughts on the Bucks as well as the world of college basketball. And I don't—he's got a number of plays there for tonight that now I'm going to have to go brush up on. Of course, Seton Hall. I, I mean, I, we, we,
2: I, we, I i was considering it, Chris, but it would have been risky. I was considering asking him about the Super Bowl. And then you would have been mad because there's no way we're hitting the break. <laughs> like, oh we're going to go. Wh- he'll be talking when to we return next from segment. the break. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I was like, should I do this to Chris? Should I try and squeeze in what, <laughs> the Super Bowl picks? <laughs> Even if I tell him we got 30 seconds, like, no, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs>
0: oh you want to be on back daily do you okay let's see i'm gonna ask Jimmy a question with 45 seconds left and see how you handle
2: it just just wait till he starts (laughs) squeezing in his hockey picks
0: because those are coming oh i love it i love it great great stuff from jimmy coming up next there are numbers out there do they mean anything or do we kind of disregard them trend or truth on the way alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. You're locked in coast to coast on the BetQL Network to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.